Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Take Control Podcast. We are your hosts, Dario, Brandy, and Lynn. Please follow us on social media. Our Twitter is Take Control Pod. Our Instagram is Take Control Podcast. And you can search our Facebook group under Take Control Podcast. Please submit all your listener questions and feedback to our email at takecontrolpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, hey, guys. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't really discuss that um so i wanted to um start off by talking about the scorpion album of course how do you guys like it i like it i listened to it um yesterday morning and i feel like it's a straight through for me Mm -hmm. i like the beats i think all of the beats was nice um i know everybody was talking about if jay-z was going at drake on um whatever song off of the Carter album. What song? I didn't hear that. Um, I've seen it. I've read it somewhere. It was, mm-hmm. um... It was, like, um, pretty much you you rather work for the man and work, pretend to be the yeah, man than work just with to, like, in spite for me. And I think it was the whole title verse Apple, Apple music, music thing. thing. I just can't remember which song it was. But, obviously not, because he's on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, shocker. I, I know, like, I was shocked, too. I was <laughs> like, what? Jay-Z on here? Mm-hmm. But he was on one of Drake's songs from Pound Cake. Was it Pound Cake? Mm-hmm. He floated on Pound Cake. That yeah, was. but I think they fell out after that. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, I feel like all of the guys that probably listened to um Jaded was probably salty. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a good song. I don't know. Um. It's crazy, y'all. I bet the album's amazing, but I can't get past Emotionless. And <laughs> that's like the third or fourth song. I know. That's I literally play that and Final Fantasy on repeat. I love Final so Fantasy. So I bet the whole entire album's dope as hell, but I can't, when I tell you, I just, those are the only songs yeah. I play. And I hate that I get like that, but it's stupid. I was one of those people that stayed up until... Midnight. Well, it came out a little before midnight, but I stayed up to listen to it. And I was up to like one thirty in the morning. Then I couldn't fucking sleep and I had work in the morning. So I was so tired. But it was worth it. It was worth it. It was so worth it. It was so worth it. But I love it. I don't know what's my favorite yet, but it was pretty dope. I kind of feel like he took a shot at Trey Songs. See, I feel like I got to go through and listen, like actually listen, listen to all yeah. the songs again. What did yeah. he say about Trey Songz? Well, it was a line where he said something like, um, these are probably aren't the exact words, but he said something like, you reached out to songs, I don't know who that is, or some shit like that. And I was like, damn. Um, I didn't know. Yeah. Because I've only listened to two songs. <laughs> <laughs> so, unless he said it in Final <laughs> Fantasy or Emotionless. I think it was, um, I would know what he said. And I have to pull, I pull up the lyrics every time. I'd be like, I need, I need to hear it all. I need to get line from line. But that's how I relate to songs. I listen to it a couple times, then I read the lyrics with it. And yeah. then, I do this. I love thing. it. I appreciate he addressed the baby rumors. Yeah. I'll, I'll for sure. That. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the timeline has been making me so, like, <laughs> I can't stop laughing. Because now everyone's like, I... <laughs> what is it? Niggas gonna be like, I, I wasn't hiding you from the world. I was, I, was I, was not, I was What was it? It was, I'm not hiding you from the world, I'm hiding the world from, from you. you. Yeah. 
I'm not hiding you from the timeline. I'm hiding the timeline from you. <laughs> I've seen it replaced with man. Yes, I've seen man. I've seen I wasn't hiding my money from child support. I was hiding my child support from the money. <laughs> wow, I see that. I've been in tears. Like people are so ingenious. Like I can't stop laughing. I'm like, oh my god. That's hilarious. So fucking funny. But no, it was definitely an easy listen. Those two songs that I listened to, um, I'm gonna listen to more. But them shits is just good as fuck. I yeah. can't help it. It's like I said, I was at work listening to it, and it's pretty straight through for me. For it to be 25 songs, I'm surprised that there wasn't really one that I was like, uh, yeah, I don't like. So shout out to Drake. Yes. Um. Yeah. So before we get into our listener question, I just wanted to thank everybody who RSVP'd to our girl talk event thank um, you yes. yeah i was not expecting that to go that fast so i'm excited i know you guys are excited i'm excited too i'm looking forward to the next one for sure already yeah. <laughs> we had the first one yeah. yet <laughs> yes. barely got it all planned out but thank you to wink for doing this with us too um i'm excited i'm excited i hope you guys enjoy it so see you guys on the 15th so our listener question um so okay i got this from twitter it's been this big talk on twitter um talking about how i guess it was a a a woman that said basically if her man goes to jail for a long period of time she's not staying loyal she's not holding him down and somebody was like even if he was doing it to provide for you like or his or y'all's family she said no so my question is, would you say loyal to a man who went to jail for doing something illegal, but it was he was doing it to provide for you? My question, was he doing it solely to provide for me, or was he doing this doing prior stuff. to, and then I came in the picture and he used this money to provide to me? And what do we mean loyal? Like, am I going to write him while he's in jail? Am I going to accept phone calls? Are you or am I keeping that him? pussy on lock? Because that's yes. the difference. No. <laughs> Period. <laughs> no, it's a no it's for you. A no, for me. no, I will write you. I will visit you. I will accept your calls. I'll put money on your books. I will download the JPEG app. <laughs> I will do all the above. But you think, like, and it depends how long we're together. Like, there's so many different variables. But I feel like as a friend, if because I feel like if I'm in a relationship with you, I have a friendship. So if one of my girls got sent away, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I will put money on their books. I would accept their phone calls. I would, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to engulf my life into theirs, but I'm going to be supportive and I'm going to hold them down, which I hope they would do for me mm-hmm. if I got jammed up in some shit. Aw, that's sweet. I would. Because that's how I love people. Yeah. Like, you know, I would be pissed. How you my bitch? And we talking every day in the group chat. We going out of town. We living our best lives together. I get jammed up in some shit. I'm away for two and a half years and you go ghost on me? Yeah. Bitch, you a fraud. Yeah, I appreciate that. Can't say I would do the same, but I so if Ashley go to jail tomorrow, Ashley's different. No, she's not actually. Oh, listen, I didn't even write my own damn dad, nor put money on his books. I want to see him maybe once. Like I, I'm just, I'm sorry, it's just not for me. It's, it's enough for me. Yeah. So Ashley go to jail tomorrow. You got one time to put money on books, and you writing her maybe one letter, and that's it. I'll take care of the kids. That's it. Probably. Sheesh. Ooh. 
Damn. Her response is going to be, well, what exactly am I going to jail for? Like, I'm just not. It doesn't matter. Innocent people go to jail every day. Yeah. True. I feel like for me, I'm I'm holding you down, friend or nigga. I just feel like if, if we're together and I'm reaping the benefits, you taking me on trips, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to accept money from you if I don't want to hold you down when you go to jail. Absolutely. I already I know that. what I'm getting myself into. I agree. You know, I take that back. I will put money on Ashley's books. I shouldn't be so hard. I was going to say, damn, she can't even get a hot 20 every now and then. My bitch can't get no Twinkies or no hot Cheetos in jail. Damn. I take it back. That was rude. I love you, girl. I got you if you ever go to jail. No, listen, Ashley. She got a hot 20 every month for you, and that's about it. I mean, maybe she put that way because of what she was doing with her I was going to say, it might be a complex for me. That's why I don't date guys who indulge in illegal activities, because I'm not, I can't, I'm sorry, I'm not. Yeah. I just know for me, like, I've dated somebody, not that they went for a long time, but they were just constantly in and out, in and out, in and out, and it was just like, okay, I can't fucking do this coming to visit you, all these fucking phone calls and shit is expensive as fuck. I just can't. And I wouldn't want to date anyone moving forward that I would possibly end up in jail. So if I'm not going to date you and I don't want to nigga in jail, I'm not going to take money from you either. I agree with that. That's real. That's real. And in my point of view, I feel like if this is a lifestyle you're choosing and I'm going to be with you, I feel like it would be unrealistic for him to expect me. I think this would be a great conversation for us to have prior to him possibly getting locked up, but I feel like mm-hmm. it would be unrealistic and extremely selfish if he were to expect me to, to not put your fuck life with nobody home. else. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'll be there for you. I can support you mentally. Like, could I, like, what was that 50 Cent song? If I was locked up to a quarter century, could I could, count on you to be there to support me mentally? Mentally, mentally yes. Yes. Am I fucking sis? Probably. <laughs> I know a girl, this was years ago, but her boyfriend went to jail for four years, and she didn't do nothing. Four years? If I've been dating you for eight or ten, or we've been married for this long, I could probably... I don't know. (laughs) It's not a question to ask me, because I don't even think I can give you 30 days, so... (laughs) But see, you you, you, you know, I feel like you... we, we can put that pussy on ice. we yeah. done it before for uh, yeah. a lot of time. Sex-wise, yes, but, like, I, I personally, I don't think I just, I, if you went to jail, I just can't, I can't okay. roll with you. I'm sorry, I just can't. But I think it's a complex for me, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, I guess we're jumping into our topic. Thick. So, we're going to talk about colorism. Um, I feel like lately... I've been seeing a lot about it, um, the whole colorism conversation. So, a couple of people have sent me DMs about it, different posts. So, I figured it would be a good topic for us to discuss. So, we had an article defining colorism, um, which I need one of y'all to pull the definition because I can't pull it from my phone. Uh, I think we added it. Um, is that the information that Dario had sent? Yeah. Yeah. So it looks like it's colorism is something that's really talked about. Um, not that one. Not that one. Uh, oh, at the top where it says, yeah. it says the definition of colorism, prejudice or discrimination against individuals with a dark skin tone, typically among people of the same ethnic or racial group. 
So, for all of you that weren't aware of what colorism is, it's the whole light skin versus brown skin, brown skin versus light skin conversation. Mm-hmm. So, that's what we are going to be talking about today. So, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced any kind of issue with colorism. Um, Girl, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like I haven't dealt with anything, like, super deep or anything, but, I mean, like, we've talked about um, how people always, I don't know, I feel like people feel like light-skinned people are more superior than darker skin, but I, I don't feel that way. But I do, I do get when people do the shots, like, oh, that's light skin behavior. Like, what, what does that mean? Like, people think we ignore people, we're stuck up, we're rude. Um, I think me and Brandy both talked about people thinking we're foreign, or I get a lot of people who ask me if I'm half white. Mm-hmm. Like, they just be so shocked that both of my parents are black. Mm-hmm. I think that's about as far as it goes for me. Uh, I feel like for me, one thing that sticks out in my mind, um, I remember one time we were having a family meeting and my sister is brown skin and I think everybody was just arguing at that time. So that's why Mm -hmm. we had a family meeting and she had brought to the attention of the family meeting that she felt like everybody treated me differently because I was light skin Mm -hmm. and it was like, it broke my heart because it's like, you're my sister. Like, Mm -hmm. so I think from a perspective of being a light-skinned woman maybe i don't realize same yeah like how a brown-skinned girl may feel about certain things because it's not really my experience Mm -hmm. i do get the whole oh you look foreign and it pisses me off because it's like a black girl just can't be beautiful or pretty or something without being something else right and then i get the whole like every time i date somebody and like their family meets me or whatever case may be is like oh what are you mixed with like nothing it's so annoying. <laughs> like it's just weird yeah but i like i said to the whole experience of it i can't like i said when my sister said it it was like what are you talking about like i'm your sister like that's your mom you really think like if anything i'm they might spoil me because i'm a baby i'm the baby but like the whole color conversation but like i said I, it's not my experience i can't tell her how she feels and now that you say that I kind of feel like my sisters may feel like that too because one of my sisters she's still be will be considered light but the other one is brown skin and she feels like we're prettier than her or you know like Mm -hmm. I she doesn't really love herself and her skin and her looks and I always try to tell her all the time like you're you're beautiful like there's nothing wrong with how you look but I don't know yeah I mean Y'all know I've experienced colorism. <laughs> no secret. Anyone who doesn't know, I'm chocolate, dark skin, brown skin, whatever. I don't, some people are so weird. Some women, brown skin or women that are on the the cusp of being dark skin get offended when you refer to them as dark skin because they're like, no, I'm brown. I don't give a fuck. I'm not light skin. So, yeah. But yeah, I've gotten, it's so crazy because I, believe it or not, I still get the thing, what are you mixed with? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of guys will come to me, like, in my inbox on Facebook, DM, like, what are you mixed with? What, what are you? Or, oh, I thought you were this. Or, oh, I thought you were. It's almost like they needed me to be something else in order to give me this pass. Yeah. Because right. I need you to be exotic if I'm going to fuck with you in your dark skin. Especially when I have my natural hair. My natural hair is, like, kind of, like, a curly 
can be curly. So it's like, oh, well, what are you? You got to have something in you. And then that excuses the fact that I'm going to fuck with you in your dark skin. I've had yeah, guys be out in the club say, I usually don't fuck with dark skin girls. But, oh, well, don't start. Don't do, don't do right. me no favor. Yeah. Like, I get that. Like, that's common. Like, oh, like, I don't fuck with darks and girls, but I fuck with you. No, nigga, don't start. How is that even a But that is, like, like, that is very common. And I have a lot of gorgeous dark skin and darker skin friends. And that is, like, that is the norm. Yeah. If we don't hear that when we go out, then we are shocked. Oh, y'all dark skin, but y'all not, like, the normal dark skin girls. I'm like, well, what is the normal oh, dark skin right. girl? Um... The always the you're dark you're pretty to be a dark skin girl. Um, it's just always things like that. Those little comments. Um, I do have a lighter complexion sister, so I did always feel like there was some sort of stripe in the household. I felt like she did get a preferential treatment, but I don't know if it was because she was light skinned But I just know ever since we were younger, when we would argue, and she's seven years my senior, we would talk about each other's skin color. <laughs> so it was just like it was just it was odd so yes i've definitely experienced colorism that's crazy yeah wow yeah i mean it's just so crazy that someone would literally talk to you like that's the first that's the opening line and they feel like that is a um that's like a oh you know like you're the exception to the rule like oh i'm gonna tell you like i've dated men who after time has passed they show me all these girls they date, and then I'm just looking like, like yeah, I usually don't date dark skin girls. I'm like, okay, but shit, we invested six months now, and I'm looking right. like, the fuck did I? How did I get myself in this bullshit? Yeah. Like, cause clearly I feel like if we were to, if this was to go longer than what it, you know, go time and time, and I was to get pregnant, I would have a daughter, and she's dark skin. How could you possibly teach her to love herself if you really don't like dark skin women? Right. That's a good point. That's a great point. You know? Wow. And me and Darielle was talking about this before we started recording. Like, I don't even think people realize. Like, it's a, a subconscious thing. Like, you mm-hmm. you don't even realize that some of the things that you say or, you know, how you come across to people, it really is a colorism thing. And we're just used to it. Like, mm-hmm. it's become normalized. Just like what we were talking about last week, that people don't see the error in it. Yeah. Whatsoever. Um, Darielle had found this post on Twitter of a movie that's coming out um, with Amanda Stenberg, which is the actress from The Hunger Games. I think her name in The Hunger Games was Rue for people who... Oh, that is her. Yeah, that's the only thing I... Really... I was wondering, like, where did she come from? She had another movie, but I don't think it was as big as The Hunger Games. It was everything, everything. I think okay, it was I know called. Yeah. Yep. So she's in a movie um, that is an adapt. It's an adaptation of a book. Um... It's called The Hate You Give. It's coming out in October. And basically, people were upset on Twitter about her portraying this character in the movie because the girl in the book is a brown-skinned chocolate girl. Mm-hmm. So they were like, you know, we should boycott the movie, mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. Why would she take this role? And she didn't want to do Black Panther because she was mixed. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just a lot of backlash for her playing this character and i never read the book and we were talking about it in the chat and i'm like from the trailer it seems like it's going to be a really great story so i don't understand my viewpoint on it was i don't understand how an oppressed people oppresses each other like it seems like a good story it seems like something that everybody needs to see 
I would go see the movie. Mm-hmm. But then Lynn brought up a really good point, which I'll let her explain. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I just didn't get it as to why people would boycott the movie. But the further we talked about it, I'm like, okay, now I can kind of see. Mm-hmm. But Lynn's side of things was a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, as someone of a darker complexion and realizing growing up that there is not a lot of representation of girls that look like me in the media, magazines, things of that nature. If I was a little girl and I was reading this book and I fell in love with this book and this character because I felt like I could relate so much to her and then now we're able to bring this, you know, these words to to film and now I can have this visual representation and it's nothing like the video, I would be let down. I would be hurt. Kind of like there was that whole uproar when there was an all-white cast casted for um, the movie um, The Egyptians. God. Yeah, The Gods of Egypt, I yeah. think it was. So there was that uproar. Even though it's the same, I guess, ethnicity because you're both black girls, but you see that there is that, that huge uproar. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. This isn't the true representation. So I understand. Um, I didn't read the, the book um never heard of the book but I can understand where if you are looking forward to this representation you finally get this one out of 50 um, main characters is a dark skinned woman or a dark skinned little girl and that's not how it's portrayed in movies you're upset just like I think Zoe what's Zoe's last name Saldana oh Zoe Saldana oh um, and Zoe Saldana playing um, Nina Simone yeah that was stupid but what's the difference? It, it, right. And I thought about that as we were... Um, you know, like, what is what yeah. is truly the difference? That didn't make any sense. So, I see it. You I know? guess maybe I can't... It was harder for me to get this because I hadn't read, read the, the book. book. Right. had no knowledge of the right. book. Mm-hmm. It was just something we just happened to come across in the group chat. Right. But being familiar with Nina Simone, knowing what she looked like, Zoe Saldana didn't fit the character... At all. In no way, shape, or form. And I didn't see the movie to even see how well she acted right. as her. So, I I definitely get it. I think we're kind of blind to things, or we don't feel away because we haven't experienced it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I think in the moment, I was like... Okay, what's the, the movie deal? still... Yeah, what's the big deal? The movie still has another message. Why do I want to boycott? But I think if I was a brown-skinned girl, and like Lynn said, like I related, I would probably feel away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I said about it. I think by the time we were done with the conversation, like I could definitely yeah, yeah, relate yeah. to marketing, right. to boycotting the marketing behind it. But I would still, in fact, want to hear the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that takes me into the next part of this conversation. So I was watching an interview on uh, the Breakfast Club. I'm a big fan, and Amanda Seals was on there, and they had asked her about colorism. You know, has she felt like she ever got a job because she was light skinned? And she said she didn't feel like that, but she was like, you know, I feel like as a light skinned woman, I can't contribute to the conversation as far as being oppressed mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form. So I agree with that. I feel like as a light skinned woman, I can't sit here and say I've experienced colorism on the side of I've I've been turned down for something because I was light skinned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and I I honestly have never even thought twice about whether I got a job or was given some kind of opportunity because I was lighter skinned above right. a brown skinned peer. So, I I can't say that I feel like light skinned people can speak to the conversation in terms of experience. 
I agree. And and I think that's why I kind of was just like, do I need to be a part of this conversation? I don't really have anything to say because this is not my experience. And like you said, I never really thought about it. Like, but I think that is you saying that just there, <laughs> just let you know that that is because you can say like, I've never experienced that, but mm-hmm. you've never experienced it probably because in fact you are light skinned. You know, but yeah. I think that's good to hear because people may think like, oh, this is just a myth. This is not true. This isn't reality. But yeah, it is. It is, in fact, reality. Um, I was having a conversation and I even feel like within the whole dark skin, there is a hierarchy. So of the colorism that you will experience. So as for me, I don't experience the colorism as someone who is maybe darker complected, has a more kinkier hair texture, has more Afrocentric features. Because even though I'm dark skinned, still people wonder, oh, are you something else? Yeah. You still look like you have a foreign to you. My hair is of a looser curl pattern. My skin color, even though I'm brown, I have like this weird brown tint to me. Like I have like thin lips, which I fucking hate. And I have like, you know, like I have a small Yeah, thank you. I have a smaller nose. So certain things that like I've experienced as colorism is something completely different as maybe an African American girl who is darker complexion has a kinkier hair texture has a wider nose bigger lips those you know those beautiful features that i don't possess we're even going to experience something different because i've had people tell me like you know even though you're black you really don't have like black girl features and i'm just like and then shit you here and i and i think i welcome it because i'm so like people know you really can't offend me yeah so people just throw all types of wild shit at you you're just like Okay. Yeah. You know, and I've had guys I've dated, and they're like, you know, I just really like your your European features. I'm just like, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm just <laughs> literally like, what the fuck? Like, I've been thinking to myself, like, Liv, what do you get yourself into? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. You know? But I, I feel like there is even a hierarchy. So, yeah. within the dark, darker-skinned girls, like, if you've noticed, like, the darker-skinned girls that do make it, they typically look like a Gabrielle Union, mm-hmm. who she looks like... She just has, like, this bright smile. She has, you know, she doesn't have, like, overly full nose or overly full lips. Whereas you get, like, a Viola Davis who does have those whiter, like, you know, that darker complexion, that more kinkier hair, the more white. So it's a completely different. Mm -hmm. Everyone loves Gabrielle Union. You know, we praise Gabrielle Union. We love the Kelly Rowlands. We love those because they're not. They're not too threatening to the whole European standard of beauty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the Viola Davis is the, um, what's the other, the Alfred Wood... Alfred Wood- Woodard? Woodard. Alfred Woodard. Yeah. You know, like, those those images are more so threatening to the whole idea of the European standard of beauty. Yeah. Whereas, like we said, we love the we love the Jujus. You know yeah. Juju? Mm-hmm. She's dark-skinned, the dark cute. We yeah. love her. We love uh, Gabrielle Union. We love, those are the women that we love and we can, oh, see, we, those are the token dark-skinned girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I took it off of the list, but I'm going to bring it up really quickly. I had put on there, Wale had mentioned he felt like, Drake and J. Cole were more successful because they were mm. lighter skinned. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling my friend, my friend, because we're both Wale fans, I'm like, nah, I kind of think it's just more so the content mm-hmm. of what he raps about because he's more of like a spoken word, more of right. like a lyricist right. than a Drake is. J. Cole's more of a lyricist type vibe. Right. But right. I was like, I think it's more so the content. But when you break it down how you just did, you know, comparing, like, a Gabrielle Union to a Viola Davis. 
it may be some truth to that. Right. His standpoints on it was that, you know, you have people of other backgrounds, European backgrounds, um, you know, Arabic backgrounds that can relate more to the look of a Drake or a look of a J. Cole, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. prior to him growing out his dress, things like that. So it's just not as threatening. I mean, one would even wonder, like, a Barack Obama, would he be president if he if was he darker was complexion? Chocolate. Mm. And he's of African descent. Right. You know? Yeah. But if he was that darker complexion, would he would be? He? Or Meghan Markle. And it's just so funny how we throw these biracial. And I'm just touching this lightly because I know it's not on there. But, like, you know, we have these people who are biracial. And because I think that was a mandala. That was something that we had read about the whole being biracial. Yeah. And it was just like, um, it's almost like, okay, if you're biracial, then we can, we want to accept you as a black person as long as it's benefiting us. But the yeah. moment that it's not, then, oh no, mm-hmm. you're not black. You're not black enough. Yeah. But Meghan Markle, who I had to do a couple glance, like, wait, is she even black? She black? <laughs> Let me see her mama. Right. You know? But then, no, no, she's our first black princess. So I think our society, the black community kind of, you know, yeah, plays into that as well. And I think, I really think that's unfortunate. Because yeah. if we can't share the same experience on colorism, we still share the same experience as just being black. Yeah, oh yeah, because yeah. you're still a nigga. Exactly. So. Right. Like, <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah. right, when it's all said and done, you may be my favorite nigga. Right. <laughs> but you're still a nigga. Yeah. So. I think it's that is truly unfortunate that we separate ourselves like that. But I think it goes back to like slavery, like for sure. You know, the light skinned black people got more mm-hmm. passed because they were lighter skinned, like, mm-hmm. and they were usually taken from you know, they were an offspring of a slave master. Yeah, yeah. right. And I'm gonna go ahead and jump into that. I saved it for the end, but we can go ahead and jump into it now. So we had I had looked at where the origin of colorism comes from, and that's basically what it was back. You know, mm-hmm. during slavery, uh, a slave master would take a slave woman, rape her, impregnate her. Mm-hmm. The kids would then be considered house niggas compared mm-hmm. to the field niggas, and they were deemed to be more intelligent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's where it stemmed from. And we were talking about this in the um, chat as well, the Willie Lynch letter. I was introduced to it years ago before it came out that it was a hoax. And my question was, was although it's a hoax, I feel like it's still very effective. Because like I said, when I was introduced to the letter, I didn't know that it was, you know, mm-hmm. a hoax. So it was like, damn, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And I think it plays into, again, that subconscious that if you're lighter skinned, you're considered better than mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um again which is really really unfortunate i just i it's such a depressing conversation the more we talk about it yeah it's an unfortunate conversation but it's one of those conversations that i think is really like necessary to be yeah, had necessary. Yeah. yeah um but i do feel like um even though the letter was a fake it, it those were the uh those I didn't hear anything about principles. it. Yeah, it's like light. And it also says like light people. I think she's laid with light people. Like I yeah. know like in the early, like I want to say like the 1900s during that time, it was a lot of people who if you're light skinned, you're going to find you a light skinned person, person and you are going to mate. Yeah. And my aunt, I have an aunt who I all my life I thought she was white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until I got around and she married into the family. She married my uncle. Then we started again. I'm like, wait a minute. You're black? Yeah. But then you would literally see like her parents 
both fair they were fair skinned. Yeah. They married one another and then all of her siblings would then get with other fair skin. It's like upkeeping this image of like they could technically pass for yeah. white. Wow. And I think like that was one of the things in the letters in the that letter. they were talking about, like, you know, light skinned people need to mate with other light skinned yeah. people to like uphold this mm-hmm. thing. Like it's like a really it's crazy. If you if you get a chance, Google it, it's really interesting to read. Um and it, it basically just breaks down how to divide us as yeah. people. Um but it's I think it's, that's all it is. Yeah. Mhm. And it sucks too because like my son, like all, my both of my kids are light skinned and, and Royce thinks that all light skinned people are white. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think too, like, my mom always jokes with us, but it's just like she always calls us yellow. Like mm-hmm. you're yellow. Mm-hmm. And I never realized like Sometimes, like, it didn't really bother me because I know she's joking. But then now that I'm older, I'll be like, damn, stop calling me that. Like, mm-hmm. I always get the yellow, the uncooked, like. Yeah. But your mother, I feel like, is the same color as you. She, no. She, I mean, she's not dark, but she's, she has more color than me. Okay. She has but I think it's color. funny that even when we have kids growing up, the first thing our nicknames are usually tied to their skin color. So you have a little chocolate baby. Oh, my little chocolate, chocolate dro- baby. my little yeah. chocolate drop, mm-hmm. my little you know, and those are cute little names, but why is the first thing you tag a name to? Like, I have a friend who has a light skin dark. Oh, little light bright. Like, why is that yeah. the first thing that we want to tag this nickname right. to, even though it's an innocent nickname and it's usually not degrading, but why is that, like, the first thing we go to? Right. So, I mean, it, it's definitely interesting. I feel like this could be, like, a four-part series. Yeah, it, really, <laughs> it really, really could be. I've... Um, the research that Dario had did, there the article there was an article that she pulled up and it talked about how um there were behavioral health studies done where they would they had took a a male and they um digitally changed his complexion and put it in front of white people and other people and just looked at the looked at the results of the study and how they felt like the darker you got, the lesser intelligent he was. And this was actually one person, and they just digitally changed his skin tone mm-hmm. in pictures. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very interesting. There was another point in the article where it said that lighter-skinned people tend to make more money than their darker counterparts mm-hmm. or people of um, any other immigrant. Even um, if they what, they had like little experience yeah. compared to the other person. The article said that a... Lighter skinned male with a bachelor's degree and general experience would be more likely to get a managerial position um, compared to a dark skinned man with a master's who has had managerial experience. Is that not crazy? Like, that's crazy. That's insane. Like, crazy. And I, it kind of makes me curious now thinking about, because like I said, I've never thought twice about whether or not I got a job or made mm-hmm. more money than somebody because of my skin tone. And I don't have a college degree. So right. to think that because I'm light-skinned, I may be making more than somebody who has a bachelor's degree or who has a master's is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that, and I think, and I don't think that it's the point where people say, oh, you're light-skinned, let me give you more money, you're dark-skinned. I think it's such ingrained and it's such in the subconscious that people don't even think about it. Yeah. It's just like you tend to gravitate towards the lighter complected person you know maybe hr or whoever's hiring they just automatically gravitate because it's something that is not like i said it's less threatening yeah yeah you know it's less it's just less threatening it's like okay this they are able to maybe assimilate into you know they're closer to white it's just the easy you know yeah 
And shout out to Eric. She sent me a video um, discussing light skin privilege because I guess a lot of people think that light skin privilege does not exist. And I think that's where we could take initiative in this conversation is to say, okay, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. If we're favored over anybody else, I think it would be our responsibility to our people to say this is wrong. You know what I mean? This can't continue. Um, it was a very interesting, I think it was an Exo Nicole vid, like a little clip vid, and it was all lighter skinned women just saying light skin privilege does exist. It's wrong. We need to stop it. We need to come together and we need to stop it. I think one of the first places with it is just for people for us to come together you know what i mean like the whole life we talked about like oh i usually don't talk to dark-skinned girls and you have some men who prefer brown-skinned girls over light-skinned girls like Mm -hmm. i just think people need to see the person's character if that makes sense right and i agree because i joke uh, everyone's allowed to have a preference um and so I don't, I never, like, I'm never offended when people say that they prefer light-skinned women. That never offends me when you say you prefer yeah. light, white, Asian, anything other than what I am. I just think I get offended when you want to generalize one group. Yeah. Whether it be, you know, I don't like, I don't usually date dark-skinned girls because mm. dark-skinned girls are loud and they're this and they're that. That's like, well, you just generalize all these motherfuckers that you right. don't know. You know, like, that's when mm-hmm. I get offended. Is when it's the generalization. I yeah. understand everyone's allowed to have their preference. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have my own preference too. Some people like tall, some people like short, some people like thicker, skinnier. Like everyone's allowed to, but it's like when you start to, and it's just so funny to me because you have a dark skinned man who will say, I don't like dark skinned bitches or dark skinned women, and then you see their mom, and their mom looks like Aunt Jemima. Yeah. And there's no disrespect <laughs> to Aunt Jemima, but like, what's really going and I've, on? I've said this on the show. You know? I feel like. Men who only date white women, you hate your mom. Like, I don't, like, you just say, I don't date black girls because they have attitude, they're too aggressive, they're this, they're that. that I feel like they're describing their mother. Yeah, like, you hate your mom on some level. Yeah. That's just And I I do feel, feel, though, I know this is probably getting deep, and I think that's a good, like, that would be a good topic also to discuss in itself, because I feel like a lot of times they feel like this because they were raised in these single-parent households with women, and sometimes... Yeah, I do have an attitude. Yeah. yeah, I am loud. Yeah, I am bitchy because of the things that now I have to deal with as I'm raising these kids. Yeah. And this is just, unfortunately, who I now have become and yeah. I've turned into. So I can't be sweet. I can't be docile. I can't be this high yeah. energy, happy all the time because real life is fucking happening and I'm holding this down on my own. Right. You know? And it's, I hate when people say, like, oh, you acting light skin. No, that's a one, like... Yes. Females not responding to texts, whatever y'all say. Yeah. Or light-skinned women crazy. Yeah, like, no, that's a woman. No, thing. I know some dark-skinned bitches <laughs> right. who set your house on fire. Yeah, I, right, <laughs> right, right now. Right, like, it's just a white I know, thing. yeah, like, I know. Trust me, I know. I think it's funny, though, because sometimes when I see online, um, on the shade room, I think it's always funny. Young Dolph posted a picture, like, of his wife. She was dark-skinned. And in the comments, you know what the comments were? Oh my gosh, I can't believe he's with a dark skinned girl. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy he's with a black girl. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy he's with the girl that is brown. Like, all the comments. Yeah. Because one, it's a shocker. It's like, wow, like, this is not normal. Yeah. <laughs> you know? For a dark skinned man yeah. to be with a dark skinned woman, this is abnormal. 
Like, this is not the norm. Like, this is crazy. Like, and so... It's just wild. And you know what? I hate saying this, but I don't like talking to light-skinned men. Like, I don't feel safe with a light-skinned man. Oh, people think light-skinned men are sensitive. I like light-skinned <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I really like, I feel like, I feel like if, I, if I'm dating a light-skinned guy and we're out, something goes down, I'm probably going to just need to have to run. Like, <laughs> you like, sound terrible. I know, but that's. And here I am, sound like these niggas. I'm with a bad bitch, light-skinned girl. <laughs> opposites attract because yeah. I attract a lot of light skinned men and like growing up I love dark skinned men. I love like I like men. I like men so I like all I like white men, I like black men, I like light skin. I like I just like men. Yeah. But like if I had to like create my perfect man, he would probably be like dark skinned, but I just keep attracting these fucking light brights. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But I don't I feel safe just because I don't fuck with no like pussy ass niggas. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't feel safe. I really yeah. don't. Um, it's like I said. I just think it's weird. It's so weird now that we're talking about it to like actually hear like our subconscious kind of speak for us. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we had anything else on the list. I think we did, but I can't quite remember. Um, I don't think so. Let me see. Like I said, this is just one of those conversations that could literally go for hours and hours and hours. Um, and and I, I don't even think all light skinned women are cute. If I had to choose, I would be I would be darker than what I am. I me too. Like I, I love you like, say that. I'm until, sick of having until light somebody kids. come up to you and be like, "Girl, I would fuck with you, but you a little too." I'm like, damn, cut somebody out. I mean, I you girl, you get used to. I it. still get picked on as a light skinned woman, so whatever. But it's like a picked on as like a positive thing. It's not a picked on as a negative thing. No, not being called crazy, uncooked, yellow, and all that shit. The yeah. uncooked would offend me. <laughs> the uncooked would offend you, but ain't no one saying I ain't gonna fuck with you because you uncooked. I ain't gonna fuck with you because you not because you crazy. I, I guess. guess. But I mean, some women, the whole like, oh, you look mixed, oh, you look foreign, would take that as a compliment. I don't see it as a compliment. Mm-mm. Like, so, I'm a nigga, I got a black daddy and a black mama. Like, I mean, I do have white in my family, but both of my parents are black. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't take it as a compliment because I just know what you're trying to insinuate. Yeah. I know the bottom line. I was about to say, maybe just And because... I don't even look for or like a mixed person. So, what the fuck? Maybe that's just the line that everybody uses. uses. Or maybe. I feel like people think all light-skinned women look the same. They be like, oh, I just see you or you look like... No, that wasn't me. <laughs> the yeah. fuck? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Maybe because, like, my level of consciousness is a little bit deeper at times. It's just like, I know no, that's not okay. Yeah, I, know like, you, I know what you're yeah, getting at. I know what you're getting at. It's not okay. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm one of those people, like, I could be quick to, like, point things out. Like, well, what, what is that supposed to mean? I need further explanation. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think, like you said, it's a conversation that could go on for hours mm-hmm. upon hours. Um, Maybe I, down the line we might have a part two and get some more people. Get some involved. more people. In. I would maybe like to hear guys. like a guy's. I would like yeah. to hear a guy's perspective and how they feel like maybe they've experienced colorism or how they kind of dish out colorism. Yeah. I mean it. It's unfortunate. I love the skin that I am in, but growing up, it was like a topic 
Okay. And discussion when I was in middle school and but I love I mean shit I'm here now I'm black I don't mind it like yeah. I like being the anomaly okay whatever yeah. I'm still bagging nigga whatever <laughs> <laughs> and this shit don't change <laughs> you know but it is it is interesting to like to talk about um it is one of those more heavier subjects it yeah. is unfortunate especially if you know it affects you and it affects the people that you love and you have to hear some of those comments that are can be very off-putting yeah um but i think the solution really like you were saying like you just have to look past like don't yeah. have these initial prejudices and discriminations and you are allowed to have a preference yeah mm-hmm. i don't think i, I don't think, think anything's wrong with that. yeah nothing's wrong with a preference just be mindful of generalizing a whole group of people yeah watch yeah. what you say watch what you say because words do words do mean things you yeah. know so I definitely think you should watch what you say and just be cognizant of the fact that people didn't make themselves. I agree. And I think as far as women go, I can't really say for the men. It's understanding like black women are beautiful mm-hmm. because we are so diverse. Like, yes, I like agree. you said, you got kinkier hair, curlier hair, light skin, mm-hmm. red bone, dark skin, chocolate. Mm-hmm. It's just so much to us so yeah. it's like just understanding that we're all beautiful and we shouldn't let anybody break that apart you know exactly. and separate us and make us feel like oh you're this and you're that you're and yeah like it, it's no because at the end of the day because like i said at the end of the day like you said we we still all niggas if it's if it breaks down come down to it right it's still a nigga you still a nigga yeah you know so, yeah, I mean, guys, I definitely would like for you guys to share some of your experiences with us because I think that this probably will be another episode later down the line if we can do some more research and get a couple guys to come on the show. I would love to get some I think that would be a really interesting show. So, excuse me, share your experiences. Um, go to our Twitter, our Instagram. Let us know what you think, your experiences, or whatever else you guys want to hear us talk about in regards to the topic. I think this was pretty short and sweet so um anything else oh our event is on the 15th yes our event is on the 15th from 6 to 9 the rsvp will be there your event oh yes the hashtag i'm just saying event that i will be hosting is on the 12th from 7 at the Art of Republic on High Street. So I hope to see you guys there. Tickets are on Eventbrite. Um, yeah, I think we'll have a lot of great things coming this